This is Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines, the show where each week I have one notable guest and delve into their lives like a gynecologist delving into... you get the picture. This week I had Jess and Natalie from Standing Ovariation, a brand new event. We chatted comedy, decomposing bodies, and there was a lot of police chatter. <laughs> Enjoy. Baines Plus One, Hoxton Radio. It's me, Samantha Baines on Hoxton Radio. You're listening to Baines Plus One. And one of my special guests is here, Jess Nesling. Hello. Here she is. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm, good. I'm hungover. Shh. I didn't tell you. <laughs> are you hungover? No, I'm just flustered. When certain uh, <laughs> taxi companies, which will remain, um, remain unnamed, let you down a little and you have to run from the station. Did you? Oh. <laughs> yeah, you, run in a while, But you're so. like glowing. Glo- this I'm, is how I'm I happy hope. With that. I, I mean, happy we're gonna we're gonna take a picture of Jess and tweet it <laughs> so you can see her glow. Oh. But this is how I hope I look after I've been running. Yeah. But actually, I go purple. Oh, lovely! It's a great <laughs> color. <laughs> Do you run normally? Are you a keep fitty person? I used to be. I used to be. Um, yeah, I've, I've what had happened? A, so I had a, I had a bit of a, a shoulder injury, which has just been this kind of ongoing saga. And um, according, I, I'm originally from Swansea, and when I went to see the the doctor back there, he said, um, "Jess, I'm a bit concerned about your baggy socket." So I was, wow, oh, right there we are. <laughs> was he know. making his moves on you? You should report him. <laughs> <laughs> your baggy socket. My baggy socket. So yeah, they How basically did you get one said, of them. I don't know what I did. I don't know, but. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of just this ongoing investigation at the moment. But I like yeah. that that's your excuse for not I, keeping it's fit anymore. It's a valid excuse, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I move my arms a lot oh when I God. keep fit, so I can't. So I can't keep fit. <laughs> well, I have a bad ankle, ah. so that is an excellent yeah, excuse. That's definitely, yeah. Every so often I'll be like, oh, I haven't been for a run because my ankle's playing up again. Yeah. I mean, it's not. <laughs> Although I did go for a six-kilometre run the other oh, day, but I ran two, walked two, ran two. Still, you did the running and the walking <laughs> and the moving. Go. Yeah. All the moving out All of the of house. <laughs> um, now, we're going to be talking to you about your brilliant night, Standing yes. Ovariation. Yes. As a fellow pun lover, how do you feel oh about that? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I love a pun. I love Brilliant. what you've done there. Are you proud of your ovaries as a feature? Very proud. Yeah, they, well, not mine personally, but oh, ovaries why? do feature on the poster. Oh, yes. oh, oh no, I'm not proud yours personally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, it just had a little CT scan and yeah. then just took that. Pop them on there. Um, what's your favourite thing about ovaries? It's got weird mm. already. It's That's fine. I'm happy to go down this road. Uh, what's my favourite thing? They just look like they're giving the world a hug, don't they? Yes, it's, actually. You know, and well, that's sort of the bit around them, isn't it? Yeah. But mm. they're being hugged. They're being hugged. And they deserve the love they that they're getting. They really do, yeah. <laughs> my favourite word to do with the female reproductive system, good afternoon, anyone listening, <laughs> is fallopian. It's, yeah. Isn't that a lovely word? I feel it would sound really good in a Jamaican accent. Oh my, do you want to try it? Oh goodness, here we go. Oh, do I? Fallopian. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like it got flow. Yes. Yeah. It'd be a good name for a cocktail. Fallopian. Do you fancy a fallopian? Yes, please. We'll put some kiwi on the side for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Little, I love that they do that with cocktails. They just cut up a bit of fruit and stick it on the yep. side and you're like, oh, fancy. Get them a five a day. Now, um, Jess, 
Natalie's not here yet, so I think, you know, we should do your quick fire round straight away. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Launch you straight Let's into the Baines Plus One experience. Absolutely. I'm and ready. then when Natalie gets here, we can launch her into it and you'll be like, <laughs> I've done it. I know. Um, have you ever been in a quick fire situation previously, Jess? No, but I do tend to get startled, so I don't know what's going to come out. So, Oh, my goodness. Yes, absolutely. Well, please don't swear. Um, and other than that, <laughs> I think it's going to be fine. Okay, so here we go. Jess Nuzzling. It's your quick fire round. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Facebook or Twitter? Facebook. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Early bird or night owl? Definitely night owl. Wales or England? Wales. Car or train? Train. Pen or pencil? Pen. Comedy or acting? Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Come acting. No, pick one. <laughs> acting. Half empty or half full? Half full. TV or radio? Oh, radio. Male comedy or female comedy? Female comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a distinction sometimes? Ketchup in the cupboard or the fridge? Fridge. Adventurous or cautious? <laughs> cautious. Musical theatre or just theatre? Oh, that's another. Oh, mm, her, just theatre. Maybe which songs? <laughs> <laughs> Jaffa cakes. Cakes or biscuits? biscuits you've passed oh. <laughs> you were actually very calm and collected during that i didn't feel it so that's good that's i mean good. i can't believe you picked wales i am a welsh girl we're so in england i know yeah sticking with my roots no i do love wales though it's not bad is it? i although i went once when i was younger and it snowed the whole time and really? we spent like a week in a cabin and oh, we got cabin that, fever yeah i can imagine it was too much yeah. um so why is it why is it very hard for you to choose between musical theater and just theater I've grown up with both and they're both my my babies. So Cuz you studied yeah. musical theater, didn't you? I studied acting, but I also I did a, a course at the Associated Studios after graduating. I'm a bit of a, a course fiend, I guess, but um I sort of honed my skills in in musical theater there. And that's actually where I met Natalie, who will be here shortly. <laughs> um but yeah, so I've just I've grown up with both and it's hard to separate the two. It's like choosing a favorite child, really. Oh wow. That's <laughs> quite deep. intense. Oh, it's deep. Yeah. Do you have children? No. Will you call one theatre and one musical theatre? <laughs> yeah. And I will never choose between you. <laughs> and neither of you are my favourite. Um, so when you're doing straight acting jobs, mm. in between sort of scenes and in rehearsals, do you just throw in a song just for your own enjoyment? Yeah. Sometimes. I, I'm a personal believer that there's a song for every occasion. So Wow. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Is your life like living a musical? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your favourite place to sing? Oh, I do. The, it's classic, but shower. The acoustics in there yeah. are just so good. So good. You sound amazing. I always get really singing after I watch one of those song programmes like The yes. X Factor or The Voice or Absolutely. something. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I go in the shower and I'm like, oh my gosh, mm. I could be on The X Factor. Absolutely. Do you think, what would, you, what would your audition song be? My audition song? Oh, for theatre stuff or for like... No, for the X Factor. For, for the X Factor. Um, I think it would be the acoustic version of Chandelier by Sia. <gasps> the acoustic mm. version? The acoustic. Oh, You've thrown delicious. in a curveball. I know, right. And is that, is that your... Do you have a go-to karaoke song? I Will Survive, Gloria Gaynor. Really? Mm, that is a think. classic. <laughs> yeah. Mine is I Love Rock and Roll, the Britney Spears oh, version. Fantastic. fantastic. Bains Plus One. Hoxton Radio. Hello, it's me, Samantha Baines. You're listening to Baines Plus One on Hoxton Radio. I'm feeling Trez upbeat uh, because my second guest is here. I've got two guests today. Natalie Durkin, hi. Hi. Here she is. Now, 
what happened? Because you all of the train issues today. <laughs> all of the train. All of the train. Did you have a stressful journey into the studio? Yes, just a tiny bit. I missed. Well, my work asked me to stay for five minutes. I was like, yeah, that's fine, because you know I've got a twenty-minute buffer. And then I missed the second train. Oh. And then the other train decided it would get stuck in a tunnel. Good. Lots of train issues on the overground. But you're here now. Oh, I am here and I smell of coffee because I work in a coffee shop. Do you? <laughs> Is this, uh, are you in a relationship? With the coffee shop? Yeah, actually it's with several. <laughs> no, with another person. No. Oh, I was gonna, have you, have all your relationships in the past just been coffee lovers? I can imagine that as like a really good sell. Like if you're on social dating i'm married i don't know these fancy words um <laughs> social dating that's a term that sounds like an old person has been like oh dating nowadays but i can imagine if you put i work in a coffee shop people would be like yes maybe i should put that on my profile because currently my profile gets zero <laughs> zero oh which dating site are you on uh i have been on and i'm on Poth. plenty of fish that's oh. where my sister met her husband Really? Yeah. So we know it kind of works? Do kind we? of works, yeah. <laughs> kind of. Um, so you smell of coffee. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Mm. Um, have you ever been in a quick fire round previously? Because we've done the quick fire round with Jess and now we're going to do it with you, Natalie. I'm feeling the pressure. Oh. I have not quick fired before. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see how you fare. Um, so uh, Jess did very well. She passed. No pressure. <laughs> so much pressure. <laughs> Here we go. Natalie Durkin, this is your quick fire round. Tea or coffee? Tea. Facebook or Twitter? Facebook. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Early bird or night owl? Night owl. Wales or England? Wales. Car or train? Car. Pen or pencil? Pencil. Comedy or acting? Comedy. Half empty or half full? Half full. TV or radio? Radio. Male comedy or female comedy? Female comedy. Ketchup in the cupboard or in the fridge? In the cupboard. Oh. Did you say fridge? I said fridge. Oh, tension in the house. Mm. Adventurous or cautious? Adventurous. Musical theatre or just theatre? Musical theatre. Jaffa cakes, cakes or biscuits? Biscuits. You passed. Yeah! (laughs) She passed. Now, I feel like we need to discuss ketchup. We do. We do. Now, Jess, do you want to share with us your beliefs on ketchup? Well... Where should it be stored? Fridge. Fridge all the way. No, because then it gets cold and hard and you can't get it out of the bottle properly. It should be a little bit fluid and wet. Okay, why do you think it should be in the fridge? Not the freezer. (laughs) Wow, it's getting heated. I mean, it's getting heated. Why would you put it in the fridge? Just, it's like a refreshing dip for the chips. So it's the hot and cold. I like the... (laughs) The different temperatures in my mouth. There we go. Is oh, wow. It? <laughs> it's got sexy. Um, I'm going to go with Natalie. I think having really? it in the fridge is a cruel, cruel oh, thing. I agree. It goes against the nature of the sauce. Really? Yeah. yeah. Why, why cupboard? What? Sell, sell it to me. Okay. Mm. Because I've talked about this so much on the show, <laughs> but I feel like regular listeners are with it. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can put it in the fridge because I think it's weird to have it cold with hot chips. Mm. And you put things in the fridge to keep them like fresh. Yeah. And have you ever seen ketchup with mold on it? This is true. There's Very so many point. chemicals in it. Yeah. <laughs> it never goes off. Yeah, really interesting fact that I always tell everyone is 
our bodies now in the modern world take so much longer to decay because we have so many preservatives in our food. Wow. It's weird, right? Fun fact. So the more <laughs> the more preservatives you eat, they actually the longer have an you'll not stay alive though, just not <laughs> not rot. So, yeah. That's a wonderful yeah. thought. Yeah. Glad I shared. <laughs> so if so how long do we take to decay? Do you know more about this subject? Let's no. delve deeper. I, do you know I should delve into deeper. the ground. I should. I, I say it so often I should have more information on it by I now. Mean, but yes. Producer Kate, can we look up? She's looking it up right now. How long? Brilliant. If you know how long bodies take to decay, please tweet us at Samantha Baines, B-A-I-N-E-S. That'd be Such really helpful fun. for um, cold cases. Because like cold cases, sometimes they like exhume and they yes. can't find anything. Well, now if we decay slower, mm. they'll be able to solve them quicker. That's true. Or they might not be able to work out when they die. Because you know they do that, don't they? In yeah, all the CSI yeah. type programs. Yeah. They're like, oh, they died four and a half hours ago. I can tell that from all the blood and stuff. Yeah. Technical. Body temperature. So um, <laughs> I'm going to move away from dead bodies. And um, I've got some more questions to ask you. So, ladies, what is the one thing you couldn't live without? Oh, Gravy. Wow. Straight in. I'm so northern. Like, if you were trying to disprove a northern stereotype, you would not come to me. <laughs> like, Are you from Wales? No. Why did you pick Wales over England? Because I'm next to Jess. And okay, she, she you have to. Absolutely. Otherwise, she'd kill you. And then see how long it takes you to <laughs> decompose. Um, gravy. Would you keep that in the cupboard or the fridge? <laughs> wow. The, I would keep it like a proper pot just humming. Like, if I was rich enough, to genuinely have like a chef, I would permanently have like a fresh batch gravy of on the go. gravy on the go. On your arga. On my arga, yes, totally. <laughs> That's an interesting one, isn't it? Because you'd keep the granules in the cupboard, but then if mm. you made it up and you need to store it, you would keep it in the fridge. And yeah. proper gravy is not proper gravy unless you've got a meat juice in the base. Okay. You're not making... Not just granules. No. Okay. No, you've got to have like, you've got a cook to pork joint. <laughs> Just and for the gravy. You're even, you're even sounding more northern saying this. I get this. really excited about gravy. Pork joint. <laughs> wow, okay. Good. So pork gravy is your thing that you could never live without. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. For me, it's, for me, it's music. <laughs> oh, so singing in the yeah. shower. Singing in the shower, yeah. And just, I mean, can you imagine not having any, like, even now, not having this backing music and just not having music I just couldn't couldn't do that no. well you're in the right place mm. I'm going to be playing some definitely okay. um, what's your biggest <laughs> guilty pleasure ladies is it the same things <laughs> do you know mine is almond croissant from Pret I don't know what they do to them but they're really good other they're coffee really shops good. are available but Pret's yeah. a good one I just don't know yeah don't know why. almond why almond, almond? I'm more of a chocolate, a pano oh, chocolat girl. Very nice. I don't know. I've, I'm also, I love that amaretto-y kind of, you know, disserano And I've got a really, really sweet tooth. So, yeah, I think that's it. But I just, yeah, I'm, I love them. She, I love I mean, them. you're almost getting carried away there. I am. About the almond croissant. Mm. Uh, Natalie, what's <laughs> your favourite? All your guilty pleasure? 80s pop music. Wow. I could not live without the Pointer Sisters in my life. <laughs> Well, OMG, because I'm going to be playing them later. Amazing. It's like you knew I was coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I knew you were coming and I asked you what song could you was your guilty pleasure and then I put it in the show. 
the best thing ever. I'm going to save it for you just because I want to see the excitement on your face later when we've all forgotten that this is your guilty pleasure. Baines plus one. It is indeed Baines plus one and I have two lovely ladies here with me, Jess Nesling and Natalie Durkin. Hi, ladies. Hi. Hi. You are from, well, you're creating, standing ovariation. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Love it. First of all, though, we do need to talk about cottage cheese. We, we do. So if you just tuned in, then we were talking about <laughs> how long bodies take to decompose because that's the kind of fun stuff we chat about on a Thursday afternoon. <laughs> and we've been Googling it because, Jess, you said that we take longer to decompose because mm-hmm. we have more preservatives in our body these days. Mm-hmm. So, so when I say we've been Googling it, producer Kate has been Googling it. So if the police ever check her laptop, <laughs> they will find the history of... How long does it take a body to decompose and worry about her as a human being? But we found out that it depends on temperature and oxygen. But how long... But the skin... What happens to the skin? The skin goes like cottage cheese. After how long? Four to ten That's days. Really not long. Really? Your skin will look like cottage cheese. I think it goes a little blue as well. So maybe it's like a garlic or like a flavoured cottage cheese. Or like that, you know that cheese <laughs> with blue Stilton. bits in it? Yeah. Is it Stilton? Is that yeah. Stilton? Yeah. Yeah, Very there's good. lots of blue cheese. A mouldy cheese. A mouldy cheese. That's, I'm lactose intolerant. Ah. Uh, I feel like my skin shouldn't do that. Mm. Jess, you were saying you ate cottage cheese this morning. I really, I did. Breakfast of champions. <laughs> I mean, Is yeah. anyone eating cottage cheese now? <laughs> Not anymore. Not, yes. Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> 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 and did we find out anything else about decomposing bodies? That was the most disgusting thing. Mm. So like the insides go like water. So if you cut someone open, it would just literally be liquid. Moss and bacteria. Oh, wow. Oh, just liquid inside. That's horrific. Like a, a so, have you ever been on a waterbed? Yes. Oh. Like, it'd be like that. If you sat, if you sat on the body. If you, <laughs> and then jumped up and down. Yeah. And then stuck a brooch in it. And then it would pop and. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, in case you were wondering, that <laughs> is what happens when a body decomposes. Good afternoon. You're listening to Hoxton Radio. <laughs> We've also found out, because we're having a bit of a, a lady afternoon, aren't we? Yeah. And obviously your uh, show coming up is all brilliant women. It is indeed. Yeah. Doing yeah. brilliant things. We found out that um, Women's Hour is 70 years old tomorrow on Radio 4. Yay. So this is like our little tribute to Women's <laughs> Hour today, the day before. I've been on Women's Hour. Are you regular listeners? No. Just ra- Natalie. Radio 4 all the time. But oh. not Women's Hour. Women's Hour. It's when I'm in my car. I'm yeah, radio okay. Four. So if I am in my car when Just Women's Hour's happens. on, then yes. Mm. It's very good. I'd recommend it. Mm. Um, so now let's find out a little bit more about you both. So Jess, we found out that you studied acting and, yeah. a, and a bit of musical theatre because you love mm-hmm. courses I do Natalie what about you so I uh, went to uni and did performing arts and then they went and worked on holiday parks for a while amazing yes. were you a red coat I was like a really odd turquoise coat <laughs> <laughs> it's more I, your colour <laughs> and I got to dress up as a bunny rabbit like regularly like or just day. at Easter Every day. Wasn't it the full 
Yeah, the full, the full huge costume bunny rabbits. Was that your role? Either that or a squirrel. Wow. Cyril the squirrel who raps. Oh my goodness. I once read an article that was like top tips for people who were performing in sort of big costumes like that. And and it, you know, it read, it was an interesting read. It said it's, it's an art in itself. Any top tips uh, if I am ever put in a massive costume? What do you, what do you need to know? Is it hot? It's really hot. If you can get one of the seats with a fan in, that's really good. I recommend a leotard. Some of them have a fan in. Yeah. Because especially uh, in certain ones in America, maybe. Yes. They would have definitely have a fan in them, uh, in the heads. Um, but yeah, and also wear a leotard because the skin tightness helps the sweat stay in. Oh. Lovely. That's a lovely tip sweat right there. Sweat collecting. I once uh, kicked a child off the stage. Okay. <laughs> Dressed as a rabbit. Dressed as a rabbit. It's all coming out now. Um, what was that intentional? It wasn't intentional. Unfortunately, the baby had crawled on the stage and <gasps> it was a baby. It. it was a toddler, say. <laughs> under two. And it had crawled on stage, and because I had huge massive feet on and couldn't see below your knees, as I turned around, I kicked a child off the stage. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Were you fired? I wasn't fired because the parents should have been looking after the baby. Wow. Mm, Try telling that to an irate parent. Lovely. Have you, Jess, do you have any stories of kicking children? Anything weird (laughs) happened to you? Uh... Not that I could think of. No, I think I think Nat wins that round. She wins. <laughs> She's the kicking baby. One of the two of you. Everyone needs one in a double act. Absolutely. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna find out more about your rent coming up, and um, maybe more about hurting children. No, this got very policey. This show. Like I feel like they're gonna turn up any minute and be mm. like, "Why do you know stuff, Jess, about decomposing bodies?" Yep. And Natalie, stop hurting children um and and i'm gonna get some sort of reward for bringing the two of you to their yep. attention it's like that uh burger place trap you've, you've set up a trap for us yeah a burger place yeah. what's that burger place that set up all of their illegal immigrants oh yes byron yeah was byron it? burger it was, i think it was byron yeah oh, allegedly yeah. they people started boycotting yeah Allegedly, they said, oh, come in if you're not from this country because we need to have a meeting with you. And then immigration were there. That's harsh, isn't it? Mm. Um, Okay, so we're going to be finding out more about (laughs) your event, Standing Overreation, because I want to find out about it and when I can come and see it and what's going on after a little bit of this. It's Hoxton Radio. Bains Plus One. Hoxton Radio. You are listening to Baines Plus One. It's me, Samantha Baines. I just said the words, I have to be on the radio now because <laughs> I was having a conversation with someone. I think I might use that in everyday life. Jess and Natalie, yes. have you ever Hi. said those words? No, but I have used the excuses at a hotel before where um, they phoned because the checkout was at 11am or something. It was about quarter to 12 and my sister and I were absolutely just, yeah, dead to the world. And they phoned, the concierge phoned up and said, oh, just to inform you, da 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 and I just went, oh, I'm so sorry, we, we ran out of time. And there was just this silence on the other end. I was like, I, that, that makes no sense. You ran that's, out of time. We ran out of time. So now that's the thing my sister and I have. It's just, yeah. So, sorry, I'm running late. I ran out of time. Yeah. That's a great excuse because <laughs> I'm one. always late. Mm. Um, we are currently on Facebook Live. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Do we have any 
people watching at the moment. Last time, though, <laughs> last time we had no one watching initially, and then like 300 people watched it afterwards. Blimey. Yeah, that's quite a lot. I didn't know I had that many friends. <laughs> um, we are currently on Facebook Live with my two lovely guests, and you get to interview me. We do. It's that I portion do. of the show. So ask me anything you should like. Okay, so as a fellow punster, oh, yes. what is your favourite pun, if you have one? <gasps> that I've written? Yeah. Or that other people have written? Both. <clears throat> My favourite pun that I've written. Oh, I wrote one. I had to tell someone some of my puns the other day for like a magazine thing. Oh, I can't remember it, but I was like, oh, I'm quite proud of writing that one. <laughs> so that one was really good. Excellent. But my other one, uh, my one that was in the Telegraph is uh, Quark is a building block of particles. Yeah. Not just a posh duck. <laughs> quark, quark. That's nice. a bit silly. There you go. It's brilliant. Nah. Yeah. Um, what's your first comedy memory? Oh, wow. Of me doing comedy or of... No, the first one that like you remember seeing and thinking that was funny, amazing. Okay. I love that I'm just asking you questions back, like I'm trying to deflect <laughs> the interview. Um, my first comedy memory. I remember watching Victoria Wood with my mum and both of us laughing. Mm. And, and also my mum always told like Victoria Wood anecdotes. You know when people try and <laughs> tell the jokes again and then it, it doesn't quite make sense, but yeah. you know that they really enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> so she did that. But yeah, I remember watching something with her and I think Victoria Wood was doing a bit that she did where she says she goes into Topshop and because she's a lady of a certain age, it's like the alarms go off and all the barriers can come straight <laughs> down and, um, and us both laughing. And I thought, she's funny. And also what I loved about Victoria Wood was that she did everything. Like yes. she was a writer and a stand-up comedian and an actor. And, and I do all of those things. Yay. But I, I can't, I don't do music. But but she she did them all brilliantly. And it wasn't like, oh yeah, but which one do you do? And you can only do one well, which a lot of people sometimes yeah. think. Because she excelled at all of them. She's so marvellous. She was brilliant, she yeah. If you could give yourself a theme tune, <gasps> what would it be? These questions are immense. If I could give myself a theme... Well, I guess I have on this show. I've got a jingle. Uh, that's true. Which my husband does <laughs> for cheap labour. Um, <laughs> if I had a theme to... Well, actually, because it is uh, 70 years tomorrow of anniversary of Women's Hour, when I was on Women's... It's not really a theme tune, but when I was on Women's Hour, Jenny Murray introduced me in her, you know, way of comedian... Samantha Baines <laughs> and I thought it was so amazing that I cut that out of the show and I just played it in Brilliant. real life Brilliant. I'd be like guys guys <laughs> comedian Samantha Baines so I quite like that yeah that works <laughs> accepted yeah which leads us to our next question okay can you do any impressions okay I can do one of Jenny Murray um <laughs> yeah I can do Louis Armstrong give it to us are you ready yeah Oh, gosh, I don't know if my throat's ready for this this morning. <laughs> Kate's coming in close to the Facebook Live. Okay, here we go. I'm going to sit back a bit. Well, hello, Dolly looking swell. Dolly, it's so nice to have you back where you belong. There you go. Nice. can do a little... little You've started me off now. I can do also do Julie Andrews. Kate's crying. <gasps> yes. I can do Julie Andrews. <laughs> yeah. As a robot. But it doesn't work for the radio, but you can hear the impression. It's, 
Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. <laughs> there we go. And I was doing the robot, as you can imagine. Oh, I love it. Or see on Facebook Live. Amazing. I can also do the doors from Star Trek. Yes. Shk. Shk. Nice. Thank nice. you. That's a solid one there. Thank you very That's much. Great. Love it. You can ask one more very quick question if you so wish. Ooh. Or you're Ooh. out. Do we? Okay. Keeping in with the theme from earlier. Would you rather have a cottage cheese bath or oh. a baked bean shower? Oh. <laughs> mm. Well, I'm lactose intolerant, so I feel mm. like the cottage cheese bath would have negative effects on my body. Mm. What? Well, Baked bean, that is sticky stuff. Mm. Probably a baked bean shower. Yeah. 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 I don't know which one I'd what, Which one would you have? Probably the cottage cheese bath. <laughs> would you? Even yeah, but you love cottage cheese. love cottage cheese, yeah. And I feel like the milk would be good for your skin. Yeah, actually oh, it probably true. would. They, I think there's some. you can get some sort of exciting wrap at, um, not to eat, um, oh. at, at special spas of cottage cheese. Do you know... I had a wrap done recently. Have I made that up? I've got. I've let me find this picture because because you can get like seaweed. Beautiful in my life. They, really? Have you heard of the universal body contour wrap? Anyway, no. So it's, it. <laughs> no. Everyone in the studio <laughs> is like. I've no. That's never. Not. Never crossed my mind. So it apparently takes inches off, but I mean the process is brutal. So is this the one where they cling film you, basically? It's basically, yeah. I've got a picture of me covered in bandages I have way too many pictures so do carry on it will come up eventually but <laughs> I, I've got to show you it's hilarious That's it. do carry on do carry while on. I find a picture of me <laughs> in a wrap Baines Plus One Hoxton Radio you're listening to Baines Plus One on Hoxton Radio with my special guests Natalie and Jess and now it's time for the headlines ladies sex robots give you a warm sensation no way was I playing Pokemon Go at work. I prefer flip-flops to Crocs. Hotting up, rush hour in Jakarta. Don't badger me, I'm working. Those are the headlines. Read so brilliantly. Are you guys actors or something? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... This is obviously not the normal news. This is our own brand of Comedy Bands Plus One news. What have we got this week? Sex robots give you a warm sensation. I'm excited about this story. Sex robots could soon have warm skin in all the right places, in inverted commas, as cyborgs get even more lifelike. So according to Matt McCullen, the boss of robot firm Real Doll, top name there... <laughs> <laughs> they could even help build stronger relationships. So new technology is being designed to heat up robot bodies, although the exact technique is yet to be pinned down. <laughs> Self-heating gloves with heater in them, an electric blanket type gadget, or maybe in a well-placed circulatory system. Oh, wow. So taking warmth around the body. And this this is all in the running for our, for new kind of sexy is, robots. Is that those little things you can get at Christmas that you like pop the metal thing? And you put them in your pocket, the little hand oh, warmers. I know the hand oh, the hand warmers, warmers. Yeah. Not, not a sex robot. No. That's not... <laughs> I don't particularly pick one of them up at Christmas, <laughs> even though it is the loneliest time of year. It's oh, no. <laughs> um, Would you ever partake in uh, sex with a robot, girls? Oh, you do like I ovaries. Just... We chatted about yeah. earlier. I, the, I've, 
Back to being cautious. I mean, straight away, the warning things of what if it goes wrong and it overheats and you end up with, with some kind of... And it burns you. Yeah. That could... I mean, that's an issue. Yes. <laughs> but then if it was a Jude Law-looking robot, like in, is it AI... I'm not sure I'd Okay. Yeah, I like it. You're both offering different sides of the coin. <laughs> Jess is like, no. Natalie's like, yeah, I would. <laughs> if it was hot. If it was a hot Would Would it need to be warm? Or would it just need to look like Jude Law? Possibly. Possibly. I can get why the warmth would be appealing. Mm. Yeah. Especially in Christmas. Like, even if it's just to hold you in bed. Just for winter. So like a human for a little spoon. hot water bottle. Yeah. Okay. That would be actually quite pleasant. Okay. Yeah. So not, I, I do agree with that. Not yeah. so much for the sex, just for just holding. For spooning. I like that. Mm. Norway was I playing Pokemon and Go at work. <laughs> Norway's prime minister was caught playing Pokemon Go on her phone screen while she was in Parliament. This is a lady I love. Um, so lots of people have given up the game now, but this was Erna Solberg. She kept the dream alive, even if she could have done it under better circumstances. So she's apparently been very open about her love for the game, previously telling reporters she wanted to hatch some of her 10-kilometre eggs in downtime on a trip to Slovakia. Guys, have you ever played Pokemon Go? I haven't, but I've got friends who are completely addicted to it. So I've seen it, but yeah. You've seen the side effects. I've seen the side effects. Pokemon Go. Natalie, have you ever played I am not a Pokemon Goer. I did used to like play it when it was old school on Game Boys. I loved Pokemon. Mm. I I think it's... I also did. I think I also had pillowcases that were Pokeballs. And I even had a stress ball that was Pokeball. Okay, I should stop talking now. Um, (laughs) I was obsessed with Pokemon Go. Same. Me and my husband drove around catching Pokemon. And I'd be like, stop the car, there's there's a Pokemon. And then he'd have to pull over and we'd catch them. But I've stopped playing it now. Mm. I've given up. Norway, behind the times. No, I love that she was playing it. I love that she was in Parliament. And she was like, oh, this is a dragging. I'm going to catch a Charizard. than being asleep. Yeah. Is it, though? Because if you're asleep... <laughs> normally, if you fall asleep, you've you've not gone, oh, I'm going to go there and have a nap. You accidentally fall asleep. Mm. She, But she that has gone, this choice. is boring. I'm doing something yeah. else. <laughs> I prefer flip-flops to Crocs. There's Crocodile Enthusiastic, Lyndon... And oh gosh, and Lezark, I'm gonna go with, was in northern Australia's Kakadu National Park last month when he spotted a woman and her small dog being approached by a crocodile as they stood close to the water at Car Hills Crossing. The guy grabbed his phone and filmed the resulting confrontation, half convinced he was gonna witness something terrible. I mean, I hate that that was his first thought. I'll film this. The footage he shot shows the woman appearing totally unfazed as the crocodile comes near to her and then instead of running away she slips one of her flip-flops off her foot and slaps it against her hand to scare off the crocodile and it works and the crocodile swims away that's brilliant I would never I thought maybe hit it I'd hit it I wouldn't clap she essentially just clapped with her shoe that's yeah why not just clap but I think there's something to do with don't they, aren't their ears in a different place? So they, it's more like a snake kind of sensation. So they feel the vibrations. And if the vibrations are too big, it's more scary. Is that not true? It might, I that don't might know. Be but lie. you said it with real conviction. I believe yeah, you. Um, so, you know, top tip. Will, have you ever been to Australia? No. Jess? No? I'd love to. Natalie? No. no. Well, it, if you ever do, bring your flip-flops. 
just in case. Scare away those crocodiles. (laughs) Happy clapper in your turquoise. Hotting up rush hour in Jakarta. A man is facing six years behind bars for streaming porn onto a giant electronic billboard at a busy road intersection. What I mean, what do these people do with their lives? The Indonesian man was arrested after he hacked the system and played Tokyo Hot for 10 minutes at a junction in Jakarta during rush hour. So eventually they cut the power from the screen. But not before passers-by had captured some cheeky scenes and they filmed it on their mobile phones and shared it on social media. The 24-year-old man, allegedly responsible, was an IT analyst and was arrested on Tuesday at his office. He now faces serious charges. Because it's a majority Muslim country, Indonesia. What do you think? If you were driving along, Jess, and you saw porn, like on the old street I mean, roundabout, for example, what would you that, I mean, do? That's a big screen. So, yeah. I mean, you're going to see a lot, a lot of flesh. Um, up close up and close. close. So, yeah, it's a little bit distracting, maybe. It's quite shocking. But also, like, as a, if you're going to, like, hack something, mm. why would you just... Yeah, I, to I'm hack that and the, play porn. Process. I was going to say the same. Yeah. I, like, I wonder what took him from being on his laptop at work going, I'm really bored today. He's like, I know, I'll hack into a huge TV and show porn. I feel like he could have done something a bit more exciting with it. I mean, it is illegal. Probably don't do it in the first place. But if you're going to do it, like, make a statement. Don't just do some sexy scenes. Yeah. You know, he could have played a great scene from Love Actually and then I'm sure that the sentence would not be as bad. Absolutely. But maybe that's the point. Maybe he was so stuck in his life. He just needed to be arrested. Be arrested? <laughs> or, or needed the outlet on the big screen. There's so much police yeah. in this show. Do we show. know whether he was in it? No, I don't think he was in it. <laughs> oh, maybe work. he was just trying to get some exposure Advertising, for his yeah, work. Absolutely. Well, that's different, isn't it? <laughs> don't badger me, I'm working. A researcher who lived as a badger. I'm sorry, let me repeat that again. <laughs> a researcher who lived as a badger in a Welsh hole. <laughs> this is what happens when you're from Wales, Jess. Is among winners of the annual <laughs> spoof prizes for quirky scientific achievement. Charles Foster, a fellow at the University of Oxford, was honoured with an IG Nobel Prize in a zany ceremony at Harvard University. Is it called IG or is it IG? I don't know. Nobel Prize. Anyway, Mr. Foster was one of two Britons who won for literally living like an animal. He spent months mimicking a badger, an otter, a fox, a deer, and a bird. In an attempt to see the world through their eyes, he then wrote a book called Being a Beast about his experiences. As a badger, he lived in a hole in the Welsh hillside and as a fox, he rummaged through bins in London looking for meat scraps. (laughs) He was even tracked by bloodhounds through the Scottish countryside to learn what it was like to be a deer. Oh, that's amazing. Any words at all? We actually had a goat man on the show he didn't come on the show but we talked about him on the show a man who lived like a goat so I feel like we've got a recurring theme yeah. here uh, uh, <laughs> that you're both speechless yeah. you're looking at me with like just, wide I mean, eyes feel, for any sort of uh, drama students out there yes it's immediately I just think this is extreme animal studies do you, did anyone have did, yeah did you have to do studies? that when you yeah. were acting yes. learning I had to be a vulture Oh, wow. We were assigned animals. We didn't get to choose. And um, I was given a vulture. And, I mean, I researched it thoroughly, but I I didn't go as far as our Charles Foster did. I had to be a stone. (laughs) 
at, <laughs> during my drama degree. Oh, wow. Being eroded by the elements. Natalie, have you had nice. to be anything weird? No. In your I, acting? I didn't really go to any form of, uh, I was going to say proper, but you guys were stoned. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I learned a, a vulture, lot from it. So I, I didn't go through that vein of learning, shall we say. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever felt any inclination to live life as a badger? Either of you. No. Avoiding the innuendo that is there. I'd quite like to be some form of, like, fish species. Okay, why? Like, yeah, because I love the water. If I'm having a bad day, like, any form of water sorts me out. If I went to the swimming baths or just had a bath, any form of water makes me feel The better. swimming baths? Yeah, like... I love that. Yeah, it's yeah, like nice. the Roman name. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to the swimming baths. They all talk, speak like that in Rome. They're I think we say baths. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got in the swimming baths. So you'd be a fish. Yeah, definitely. Jess, what would you be? Oh, that's a tough question. I mean, I'd love to be able to fly. I think I'd probably be a bit rubbish at it. So I don't know. Some sort of bird. Some sort of bird. I like it. Bane's Plus One. Hoxton Radio. Poem of the Week. And it's it's time for Poem of the Week because it is also National Poetry Day today, the 6th of October. Ooh. So I do poems every week, but today it's very apt. And uh, ladies, my special guest, you have written poems also. Yes. I love it when people join in. <laughs> um, do you want to go first or second after me before? I think yours should be the big finale. Oh, am I headlining? You're yeah. headlining. Oh my God, guys. You're headlining your show. Well, Absolutely. first, to open, um, shall we have, I've had a poem text from my dad. Aww. Yes, dad. When he was um, younger, because it was in 1969. So here's his poem. Here we go. Chris Baines' poem. Combed and papered show dogs, bedraggled hungry strays, light-footed racing greygrounds. That should be greyhounds. A puppy dog that plays. Everyone is man's best friend, to true and faithful to the end. How nice Aww, is that? So lovely. Circa 1969. I didn't even know he liked dogs that much. I love that it says greyhounds. And as I was reading it, I was like, is that a type of dog that I'm not aware of? I think that's greyhounds. Thanks, Dad. Oh, that's lovely. Little C, poems can take many forms. They can. So, uh, have you gone rhymey? I've definitely gone rhymey. Hello. I'm, Come on then. I'm about the rhymes. Does it have a title? No. Okay, um, it's a here surprise. Is, here is Untitled by Natalie. <laughs> Woke up this morning, had to get the tube. Popped to the shop to get myself a frube. Waiting on the platform, and then it starts to rain. Ooh, what's that? They've cancelled my train. Late today. What a fail. Shouldn't be surprised. Southern Rail! Yay! <laughs> you should totally tweet that at Southern Rail. I think they'd love it. <laughs> You're like, here's my complaint in the form of poetry because it's National Poetry Day. I was at an audition recently and our warm-up was Train delays, train delays, train delays. Train delays? Train delays. Is that a well-known warm-up? Or? It's, it's a song that has been invented, which you will now sing every time you're on a platform. Should we all sing it together? Yes. Train delays, train delays, what? Train delays, oh, oh. train delays. I made it trendy. Because um, we're at Hoxton Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, I hope someone is listening to this because this show also goes on a po as a podcast on iTunes. I hope someone will be listening on a train 
and it will be delayed. And they will sing that song with us. Absolutely. Those are my dreams. Um, <laughs> Jess, what's your poem? So I've, <laughs> I kind of misunderstood the assignment. No, you uh, didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't. I went a bit kind of curveball though. Yeah, um, but it's great. So following on actually, I used to do this with my dad when I was a little girl. We would take nursery rhymes and rewrite, this is before the internet was a thing. And we'd rewrite them using the yellow pages and people's surnames. So... <laughs> I love. Did you I not have a TV got... in Wales? <laughs> it had really this bad signal. This is what Welsh ch- children <laughs> She was living do. with a badger. <laughs> what? Electricity? <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is Humpty Dumpty in surname form. Great. Cool. Humphreys Doherty Sutton Dewar. Humphrey Doherty Hayden Grig Fowl. Aldridge King Horses. Alden Kleinmen. Codenet Potts Humphreys Tupgana Irgwen. Wow, <laughs> that sounded Welsh. It's yeah, slash Joey French kind of vibe. So you, I misunderstood your description. So oh. you change all the words. Yep. for surnames. For surnames. So and then you just is a surname. Do it in the rhyme. Yeah, and the rule is you can't use the same one twice. So this one's I've kind of cheated because they're a different spelling of Humphreys for good old Humpty. <gasps> so, but yeah, it's it's just. A little okay, can you time. can you say it again? Because now I feel like I'm on board. I need to hear Absolutely. it again. Absolutely. Humphreys Doherty Sutton Dewar, Humphrey Doherty Hayden Grig Fowl, Aldridge King Horses, Alden Kleinmen, Codenet Potts Humphreys Tupgana Agren. I love it. So it's the, it has to be the similar sound. Yeah, similar sounds as far as possible. But how yeah. long does this take? Uh, before the internet, it would take hours. <laughs> <laughs> and now you just now Google. Now it's just Google. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. I might play that later, just on my own, for it's National a, Poetry Day. <laughs> so my poem is called National Poetry Day. Yay! Oh, see what I did there? Relevant. Just took it, the title. Um, and um, it's longer than I normally write, but it rhymes. Hello. Nice. So here we go. National Poetry Day. Opportunities arise on National Poetry Day to express yourself in a flowery way. But poetry isn't all blossoms and blooms. There are also struggles and woe and empty rooms. There's rhyming poems, which I quite like. Choose your words carefully or it's quite the hike to find something that will rhyme and make sense at the same time. Some poems are short only three lines long. Some are fuller and sound like a song. Sometimes spoken, sometimes read, sometimes secreted under your bed. That's the place for porn type ones. Or publish it as 50 rhymes with grey, just for fun. And then there are poems about poems, which are very weird. A circle of poetry nothingness, which should be feared. You can't write the thing about doing the thing. At least make it different, add a tune and sing. I have failed on all of the above. I should have written a poem about looking for love. Instead, I chose this meta poem because I'm wordy and cool and I learnt the word meta at school. Maybe one day I'll take my rhymes and move on to flowerier times. But today, that special poetry day. So poetry police, police be on your way. My meta poem is here to stay. Ooh, triple rhyme. Nice. My weird meta poem. Like it. Really like it. I didn't learn the word meta at school. Oh. Oh. Shall I look up a dictionary definition? Um, So, so it's basically like, you know, like when you watch a play and there's a play about doing a play. Oh, okay. It's like meta. Like in is it Mansfield Park? 
Austin. Oh, oh my God. Are yeah. we quoting? I think things? we are. And also in um, The Seagull. Yes. And Moulin Rouge. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So I've looked it up. Meta is, is uh, of creative work referring to itself or the conventions of its genre. Self-referential. So I made a self-referential poem. Nice. Stuff's cool. always funnier when you explain it, isn't it? So uh, <laughs> we are still with these two lovely ladies, Jess and Natalie. I want to hear all about Standing Ovariation, which is your night that we should all come to. Where is it on? The Cavendish Arms in Stockwell. And what time? 7.30. And what date? Friday the 7th, Saturday the 8th and Sunday the 9th of October. Baines Plus. One. You are listening to Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines. It's been so lovely having you. I've had Jess Nesling and Natalie Durkin on the show. Thank you for having us. Thanks for and thanks for your poems. I've thoroughly enjoyed them. Yeah. Now, your night, Standing Ovariation, where did the inspiration come from? So this is like all an all-female scratch comedy night. Yes. Uh, so basically, a lot of people have been telling me I was funny. And one day, Jess and I were having dinner in Pizza Express having some dough balls and oh, I said I to her people keep saying I'm funny and Jess was like oh well I think uh, I'm quite punny <laughs> uh, and we decided we knew lots of people who were funny and wanted to give them a platform and said you know we want to showcase new writing and funny stuff so but this isn't sort of stand-up comedy this is sketches and songs and yeah. acting words. we do have some stand-up uh, guest comedians coming on the friday and saturday evening uh, which will be amazing we've got shakisa sakisha and Twix. louise bastock are coming in to do some stand-up and then Great. the rest is created by everyone else so it's like a whole mix of stuff mm-hmm. variety variation <laughs> nice boom boom nice yeah. and will you both be performing yes yes, yes we are <laughs> It's um, the idea that we wanted to kind of put forward is that it's a platform for people to try out writing and create a safe space for women to try out their art. And um, we like I know a number of us have wanted to go down the sketch route. Some have wanted to go into stand up comedy. Some are just just testing the waters and seeing what's out there. And and I mean, we have got an amazing cast. We really have. It sounds awesome. Remind us where it's on again and where we can come and see it. It's at the Cavendish Arms in Stockwell this Friday, Saturday and Sunday, the 7th, 8th and 9th at half seven. Tickets available at Ticketsource. Great. Dot com. Is it dot com? Dot com. Or just Google Ticketsource. Yeah. Ladies, thank you so, so much for coming on the show. You've been brilliant. Um, I will be back next Thursday, of course. Don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter. Why wouldn't you? At Samantha Baines, B-A-I-N-E-S. And on Facebook.com forward slash Samantha Baines. And the ladies, your joint handle is? S-O variation for Twitter. There you go, if you want to find out more. Have a lovely week. I'm going to play you out with the Rolling Stones. Oh. Thank you for listening to Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines, originally recorded on Hoxton Radio. See you next week.